everyone welcome back to pivot pivot podcast day yay the one with the baby on the bus the one with the baby on the bus <laughs> i like this episode and i like this title yes again talking about titles like this is a much more what like spot on title yeah and it grabs your attention too it's not like as weird as the five steaks in a eggplant yeah that's a weird one yeah i hate that title it's so bad but this episode, our writer is Betsy Borns. I have no idea who that lady is. Never heard of her, uh, but love the name. Betsy. Oh, you like the name Betsy? I like the name Betsy. I think it's cute. I think that's a controversial take. I would not name my child Betsy. Yeah. But I think it's like the BB, like Betsy, Betsy Borns. Borns. I, I love know. an alliteration. If you, Yeah. Yes, I do. And then our director is, oh my gosh, we love this name, but we say it wrong every time. Gail Mancuso, but we want to call her Mansuko. I said that. I think she directed the episode I did with Graham. Yes. And I even said Mansuko. Like, it's not the right name. No, but we want it to be Mansuko. So we're going to rename Gail. <laughs> but Gail is back. She's back. She's back. And then our original air date is November 2nd, 1995. Getting into the fall. Woo-hoo. Which means we have a Thanksgiving episode coming <gasps> up. Woo! Those are our favorites, or at least my favorites. No, those are so good. Yay. So good. Um, anything to cover before we get into the episode recap? No. I mean, we always have our Love Island download before we start recording. I know. <laughs> it's so good, though, you guys. If you're not watching Love Island, holy cow. It is. It's so good. Ugh. Good. Good stuff. All right. So let's get into the episode recap. <clears throat> let's do it. So first we've got Monica, Ross, Chandler, Joey. I just kind of like lumped them all in together. And this is where the episode title comes in. Yes. So we open the episode and Ben, basically Ben cries whenever Monica holds him. I love it. And it really hurts her feelings. Yeah, he senses her neurotic energy. It would hurt my feelings if, if like my nephew, yeah, you know, just didn't cried whenever I wanted, <laughs> especially since like, obviously Monica has baby fever. Oh, totally. Then she's like, I want to be the cool aunt. But yeah. That'd be sad. Did but. um did your little one have anybody that she just like cried? <laughs> she didn't cry, but she was really scared of my father-in-law for a little bit. Like she did not want him to hold her. Really? Yeah. She, I think, I don't know why. Like huh. he's like a big teddy bear. So I, <laughs> it was really weird. But now she absolutely adores him. So yeah. Yeah. Kind of funny. Yeah. That's like our dog. Whenever my mom comes over, Gary just like cowers in fear. I think it's the neurotic <laughs> energy. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's funny. That's true. Yes. Okay. So Monica has made a kiwi lime pie. Interesting combo. Ugh. Ross. I hate, I hate kiwi. You hate kiwi? Fresh kiwi. <gasps> yes. Anything kiwi flavored. Absolutely disgusting. I disagree. Do you remember the Mary-Kate and Ashley movie where they go to Australia? Yes. What's Out- it called? Down, down. Down under something, down under, down under stories, um, down under. Let me, let me. Oh, it's our lips are sealed. Oh, wow. <laughs> down under. Wow. That is not anywhere near what we were saying. Oh, wait. No, it's not Australia. It's the Bahamas. Yes. What, yes, yes, yes. What is the Bahamas? Holiday in the sun. Yes. And they would have kiwi smoothies. I do not remember this. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that you have that detail in your brain. I don't know why it lives rent free. Oh my gosh. But I love a kiwi. Kiwi's good fresh. But mm. other than that, like in anything, nah, mm. I just don't, I don't get on. Okay. Well, you won't be having kiwi lime pie. No, I will not. But Ross has an allergic reaction. He's definitely allergic to kiwi along with what other things like lobster, shellfish, shellfish, then not shellfish. We don't know. Well, we'll get last to that. Up, last episode, he freaking ordered lobster. Right. But I digress. Um, so Monica has to take him to the hospital, leaving Joey and Chandler to take care of Ben. I just think it's really okay. Well, I'm getting ahead. I'm going to a move point, but that's just, terrifying, right? To think that these two yahoos are going to be taking care of Ben, the child, uh, the baby. I, I don't think I would leave my kids with them. <laughs> right? Uh, no, like take Ben. Ben. I don't even know. Is it, uh, is it logical to take the baby with you? No, I guess <laughs> not. So like it makes, it makes sense. It's the only, it's the only solution. Yep. Okay. So 
Chandler and Joy take Ben out. They're, they go out to pick up women oh because God. chicks are, babies are chick magnets. I mean, I don't think they're wrong. wrong. No, they're, they're not, not wrong. <laughs> this was actually genius on their part to pick up women. Yeah. So I give it to him. But it's hilarious because when they find the first woman, she's so like obsessed with Ben. She thinks that they're gay and have adopted. And she's like, that's so great what you guys are doing. Yes. Uh, my brothers are, my brother and his husband are looking. Like, I feel like that's what they deserve for like trying to do that. Absolutely. That's what they should get. It's hilarious. So we catch up with Ross at the doctor. He's super nervous about needles and asks if they can just shoot the medicine into his mouth like a squirt gun. Squirt gun. I know. <laughs> I I love David Schwimmer and the allergic reaction. Like a throw throw. A, th- a throw throw. <laughs> just his, 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 the whole dialogue with David Schwimmer just having this allergic reaction. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. Like, how did he come up with that? It, it, it's genius. I know. So the doctor's like, no, we have to inject it. <laughs> and he's, as he's giving Ross the injection, he squeezes the shit out of Monica's hand and bruises her hand. Ooh, which is like, oh my God. I could just feel that when like her ring punctures and like it's a deep bone bruise. Oh God, that hurts me. I know. Like, oh. She's no. like, my brother, the PhD... <laughs> Wants to know if he can take this orally. <laughs> have you ever had like a crazy allergic reaction like that? I have never had anything like that where my tongue swelled up, but I've had like bad hives before. Really? Yeah. What about you? No, I have no idea what it's like to feel that way. No. Knock on wood. Yeah. Very lucky. Yeah. What gave you hives? Oh, something I ate. I don't really remember. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah. You just never know. Well, we catch up back with Chandler and Joey, the two irresponsible guys with the baby. Yep. They take Ben on a bus. They're about to get in a taxi, but they go on a bus because they see some hot women going on the bus. Hot women ride the bus. I know. Never know. They talk to the, they talk to the women. They're like, let's go get a drink. And like the baby thing is totally working. Totally. But then they hop off the bus and they realize they've left Ben on the bus. Good God. Every woman's worst nightmare, every parent's worst nightmare. Oh, so I was thinking about this and like Graham and I don't have any children, but we do have a dog, Gary. Yes. And we are very, very specific and picky about who gets to watch him. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we've had, he's run away before when we first rescued him like oh my years ago. Forgot about that. And so it's like. He's a very gentle, sensitive soul, you know? And then like, there's, there's rules associated with it. Like you can't have a lot of dings, like no loud noises. Like you, there's like a a set of rules. Like you have to make sure the harness is tight and you take off the leash inside, you know? Gary is like Paul Anka, the dog from Gilmore Girls. I don't know this reference and I know Gilmore Girls, but I don't know who Paul Anka is. Okay. So Paul Anka isn't Palenka a singer? So Palenka is a singer, the the human Palenka. I think Palenka is actually ma- not married. He's related to Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I thought Palenka was a woman. No, no, Palenka is a singer. Oh, it's Paul Anka, not Palenka. No, <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. Palenka, like plunk, like like plinko or whatever that yeah. game is. No, so Paul Anka oh, is a okay. singer. And they name the dog in Gilmore Girls Paul Inca as a joke because oh, okay. it's Gilmore Girls. And in the show, Paul Inca has all of these weird quirks that just work with Lorelai, so it makes it really funny. Right. And, like, you can't look at him directly in the eyes when you give him food. And, like, he'll bring <laughs> all the shoes down, but he'll line them up. And, but he'll only bring you the left ones if he has to go to the bathroom. It's really, it's right. just really funny. And I'm like, that's scary. Yes, like we, like Gary is our best friend. Aww. We talk to him all day long. He never talks back, but. Um, <laughs> like a good boy. Yeah, but he's just, we have the routine down. We know him, like we know what he needs. And so it just really stresses us the fuck out to think about somebody else watching him. Like my mind, like not that like I think people are irresponsible. I mean, some people are irresponsible. Yes. But like, I just go to these places of just like, what if they go check the mail, the door doesn't lock all the way, the door swings open and he's lost forever. 
You know what I mean? Like those types of things of like, did I leave the stove on? Did I have to <laughs> Rachel, that you candle? haven't cooked since 1995. <laughs> right. So it's like, it's those things of like your mind just goes of like, what's going to happen? Like something's going to happen. And like Graham's brother really wants to watch him. Bless him. He wants to watch Gary. He'd be fine. I know. And he like, I think he would do, he would be, he would treat him really well. And Gary, oh, yeah. really, Gary really likes him. Oh, see. Okay. So that's the thing is, with kids and with dogs, dogs actually, I mean, until your kid gets old enough, like dogs are really hard to not know how they feel about you. Like they make it very obvious. So if Gary, like he's got a good gauge, right? Yeah. But with a baby, the baby's just like a potato. I know. So you're, they're just there and hopefully that person doesn't leave them on a bus. Did you ever have those like first few moments when you had someone watching Oh, Your my, baby li- and my like, little nuggy. Oh, yes. You're like, please don't leave this baby on a bus. <laughs> yes. Um, but I will say like, we had family watch her first. Right. So that helped. It's like, obviously like, I know my mom knows what I she's know doing. Where you live. Cause she raised me and I'm awesome. So, and I'm alive. True. So there's that. But yeah, it's really hard, especially when like I had to go back to work and we had a nanny and I was just like, okay, did I explain everything to her? I was like, oh, but what if she doesn't know where this is and doesn't know where that is? And like, my husband's like, uh, we have texting. Is that like, there's like a thing for it, right? Like when you're a mom and you just have anxiety, like thinking you're walking down the street and a car is going to come and just smack into you and your baby. That is called intrusive thoughts. Oh, I have intrusive thoughts about Gary. (laughs) Yes. And I, every day I got them. I had really bad postpartum anxiety, which a lot of people don't talk about because that goes very hand in hand with depression. Yeah. And so I would get intrusive thoughts so badly when I was walking with her that I was white knuckling the stroller and like, I was like digging my, my fingernails into my hands. Like oh, it was shit, while you're walking. Cause I was afraid I would, my whole intrusive thought always has to do with a stroller and it's always like, <laughs> they're dangerous. If I lose control of the stroller and it goes off of the road and the car's coming and it doesn't have time to stop. And then I, and then smacks into my baby. Like, oh shit. Horrible, horrible thoughts. Yeah. They're fine now. Better yeah. now. But Yeah. It's just like always those thoughts. And I don't think that it would be if I were Carol and I found out that this happened, I think that I would probably. Oh, my <laughs> God. I my would shit. just be so mad. I would lose my shit. I would be so mad. I think. OK, last thing. And then I'll get back to the story. But like <laughs> so whenever Graham and I like leave, like we're going to go out for the night or whatever, like I get so many intrusive thoughts about Gary. Like what if he takes my blue light blockers, chews on them, chokes on a piece and dies? Or like <laughs> what if someone sees his little face through the window and breaks in and steals him? Or like <laughs> what if the what if the washing machine is going and sparks something and the house catches on fire? I'm not choking. This is the shit that goes through my brain like oh 30 seconds after we leave the house and then it's like once you turn that corner you're like oh he's fine <laughs> oh okay everything's fine i'll like make graham drive around again to make sure the garage door is closed oh my gosh okay one day when you guys do have kids this <sighs> is we'll have to have more chats because this is gonna intrusive get intense thoughts. yeah intrusive thoughts I they're know. real and they're deep <laughs> all right Good back God. to the baby on the bus so they go to the department of human of human services or no health services i think Human services. I think it's human human services. services. They go pick him up, but when they go to pick him up, there's two babies looking exactly alike, which blows my mind. Like, why wouldn't they? Who else left a baby on a bus? Well, that that, and (laughs) why don't they know what he was wearing? Maybe I mean that's just a mom thing. Yeah, yeah, they should know better. One of one of the babies has ducks on his t-shirt, and one has clowns, and they don't know if Ben was wearing ducks or clowns. Also, what mother would put their child in a shirt with clowns? Thank you. I'm terrified of clowns. I would never buy that for my kid. (laughs) Not even ironically. No, this uh, this plays nice. So they they're like, let's just play heads or tails for whatever baby we're gonna take home. (laughs) Fucking terrifying. (laughs) Joey's like, okay, ducks are heads because ducks have heads. And Chandler's like, what kind of scary ass clowns came to your birthday party? <laughs> like clowns fucking suck. Like, no. Ugh. I will say though. So I never watched the original movie it or read the book, but the most recent it movies are really good. With Bill Sars- Skarsgård. Yes. Dude is crazy. Yes. But 
fucking good movies, man. I think I've seen the original It's and I've seen it. I've seen it the mo- not It Part Two. I think I feel I like the first part of the Bill Skarsgård It's, and then I like I'll watch bits and pieces, but I'm not very good with scary movies. So, oh. see, I'm very specific with scary movies, and these ones are done really well. So the second one, they is, are done well. They're is not, when yeah. they're adults and they come back. Yes, mm. I have not seen that fully yet. That's the good. first one, remember the first one when he like he he like comes at him and like the rows of teeth start multiplying and yes. you're like that, that might've been the scariest part of that movie. Oh, Oh, speaking of intrusive thoughts. Oh God. I don't let Gary walk near storm drains because, because I'm of terrified it. that Gary's going to roll into the storm drain and then I'm going to have to go like, well, okay. In your defense so big, though, you have huge storm drains by your apartment. Like yeah. huge ones. Like, I could fit into it. Like, that's how wide like, these storm drain mouths Gary's are. Gary's going to walk too close to the edge. He's going to trip, and then he's going to fall into the street and roll down the storm drain. <laughs> <laughs> Graham thinks I'm insane. I This entire conversation is putting me into, like, a very, very late Friends episode. Like, and then the eagle flies in, yeah. and the baby's on fire, and now they're swirling in a battle of... Flames and water. I don't know. It's after Rachel has the baby and she's got intrusive thoughts. They they lock themselves out of the apartment. Right. And then she can't get back into Emma. And Ross is like, Rachel, you haven't cooked since 1995. How would you have left the stove on? Yeah. So funny. But yes, that is this. Okay. So they play heads or tails to find the baby. We catch up with Monica and Ross back at the apartment. It's funny. They're reminiscing about how the terrible things they used to do each other as kids. Which they're kind of not nice things. They're not. Okay, so I don't have a brother. Uh-huh. Did you and your brother do that kind of crap? Yeah. 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 Like, we, yeah. Like, when we were little, like, I was very antagonistic. He was very, like, reactive. And, like, we would fight incessantly about, like, who got to sit in the way back of the station wagon. <laughs> and, like... We would ha- we would have some kind of crazy fights or like I remember one time we were at my grandparents' house and we were at the pool and we both had to go to the bathroom and we ran upstairs and we were racing to the bathroom and like I sit down and then he like peed on me. Oh my god! Yeah, like <laughs> that's <laughs> disgusting. It's crazy shit. Like I'm trying to think of some other examples, but there were definitely moments when it's like you're pretty like <laughs> pretty 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 dickish to each other. Wow. I did not experience this. We fought with our yeah. words. Our our words could cut. Dynamics with siblings are so different is what I'm realizing. Like like sisters. I've oh, I've yeah. heard a lot of like funny I've seen a lot of funny stuff with sisters and then like Allison and like mm-hmm. just seeing her and her interactions with her sister and how it's different than like me and my brother of like like sisters can be so cutthroat. Oh, it'll yeah. be like, "You fucking bitch, you stole my pants." And it'll be like do you want to go to the mall? Like it's like, it's over in like a second. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. Like that's exactly how me and my sister are. She gives me so much shit. I used to steal her clothes all the time and I would get them like, I have no idea what that battle is like. Oh, oh, it, it's real. And it's so deep. And so like, we would never really physically fight except the only thing that she would say is that I used to hold her down and tickle her <laughs> to the point where it hurt her <laughs> because oh. I thought it was funny. Oh. I thought it was well. Funny. You're the older sister, so yeah. I had her until she grew so much that she was like. Three she or four. is taller than you, right? Yeah, she's three inches taller than me now. Damn, I know. I'm the shortest one in my family. I'm <laughs> five eight, which is still not short. No, not at all. So, Monica and Ross are there reminiscing. Joey and Chandler come back and bring hope, what we hope is Ben. Oh, good God. <laughs> Monica picks up Ben, and at first he's not crying, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Because like usually Ben cries when Monica holds him. But then the baby cries and they're like, oh, thank God. Oh, okay, it's him. <laughs> There's still pie. <laughs> Ross then goes to change his diaper and the diaper says property of human services on it. And Ross is like, what the hell have you guys been doing? <laughs> then he realizes he shouldn't have let them babysit. Nope, never should have. And I don't think they did after that. I don't think so. Not I don't that, think so. Not that we know of. So, okay, next line, next story, Phoebe and Rachel. Yes. This is just a really sweet story. So 
Terry, the owner of Central Perk, Mm -hmm. has hired a professional singer to sing. Uh Uh-oh. Because he absolutely hates Phoebe's music. It seems very cutthroat. He wants to put his finger into his eye, jam it down, and swirl it around. (laughs) I think that line's so funny. And, like, the way that the actor delivers the line is, I want to put my finger in my eye. Like, the way that he just delivers it is great. It's so good. Yeah. It's, he... He tells Rachel, this is the worst part then. He tells Rachel that she has to tell Phoebe that like, I'm a little confused. And I guess getting into a moot point, I'm a little confused on like what the story is. Like she can't sing. So he hired somebody or like he doesn't want to hear her sing. So he hired this girl, Stephanie, who's a professional musician to play so that Phoebe doesn't. It doesn't ever get clearly baked out for me. No, I don't think so either. But I think his whole thing is like, okay, I'm sick and tired of her being here all the time. We need some sort of like right variant to kind of come in to make it different. And I think, doesn't he say something too about like losing business? I didn't hear that. Maybe not. Maybe I'm making that up in my own head. Huh. But. um, So Rachel tells Phoebe about the professional singer coming in that's getting paid to play. Phoebe is, by the way, not getting paid to play and never has been. No. Um, Phoebe doesn't take it very well. And Rachel, being the good friend that she is, tries to go back to Terry and stick up for Phoebe. He agrees to let her play after the professional singer is done. Yeah, that's sweet. Stephanie is her name. Stephanie. It's nice that Rachel's still trying to stick up for her. Oh, yeah. She goes back. Yeah. So she's like, you can sing, but you're not going to get paid. And Phoebe's like, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, that's not fair. So she goes outside and starts playing angry music. (laughs) So good. What does she say when the door swings open? Stephanie knows all the chords. (laughs) Tell them all they can bite me. It's so good. It's so good. She, um, as, as Phoebe's outside playing some angry music, she does see Stephanie walking in, and then that's when she quizzes her on the guitar chords. <laughs> Do you, like, know all the chords? I know. Poor yeah. Phoebe. I know. So Stephanie goes in. As she's playing, Phoebe continues her rage singing outside. Rachel goes to comfort her, and Phoebe's like, oh, well, I played these songs, and she's, like, kind of trying to, like, play for money, you know? Yeah. She she's recounting which songs did the best, which songs did the worst, and Smelly Cat unfortunately did the worst. Is this our first mention of Smelly Cat? It is. Oh, Smelly Cat. Yes, this so is good. the the break in of Smelly Cat, the legendary Smelly Cat. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what this is the first episode that Smelly Cat comes in. You would think it'd be earlier, but it makes sense. I don't think that I know really heard anything. Yeah. So yeah. So um, Phoebe's like playing for money is not my thing which is so cute because she's playing for money she made like what six bucks yes because she put two in herself to get the pot money yeah and um you know she's she's really just in it for the music and then this is funny a guy interrupts phoebe and rachel out on the outside to ask for a condom that he put into her case yes by accident yes we will eventually this guy is just a random but we will eventually see him be phoebe's brother yes frank jr jr did you know that before this episode? Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's kind of hard. Once you watch the seasons, you're like, oh yeah, like that's really obvious who that is. I was watching with Graham and he goes, wait a minute. I was like, yeah, that's Phoebe's, the guy that plays Phoebe's, Phoebe's brother. She's like, but he, she doesn't know. I was like, no, I think like they just really liked the guy and then they brought him back as like a full-time. Yeah. They were hoping that this was low key enough to just have everyone be remembers guy. the guy that comes to get the condom come on they thought they could get away with that janine i got it <laughs> so the episode ends phoebe is trying to teach stephanie smelly cat and that's when we get the like the true smelly cat song yes so good could you could you recount smelly cat off the top of your head oh boy smelly cat smelly cat what are they feeding you i see i can't do the i don't know the rest Smelly cat, smelly cat, it's, it's not, not your, your fault. fault. They won't Don't take you to take the vet. You to the vet, you're obviously not their favorite pet. And then I think that's where I lose I it. I think that's yeah, yeah, that's it. It's pretty good. Thank you. Nice job. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. I'm gonna look up the lyrics to Smelly Cat, and we'll be right back. And we're back. 
And I did forget to look up the lyrics to Smelly Cat, actually. <laughs> That's okay. I think, do you, I mean, unless you really want to know them, I think we'll be fine. Smelly yeah. Cat comes back so much. Yeah, it's it's a good one. It is a good one. So we got some background research, but before we get there, I have to tell you a secret. Uh, what? I was watching the wrong episode all day today. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was like, so what? I, here's what happened is on the app on my phone, on the HBO app. I will hit it and then it's like at the end of the episode. And so it's so far to the end. It like does the like dun, 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 like the yeah. Warner Brothers thing and then we'll go to the next episode. So I didn't even realize it. And then I'm like, huh. Okay. And then I just start watching it and I'm like writing things down. I'm taking <laughs> notes and I'm like, wait a second. This isn't the episode. I'm I'm telling you, I was about three quarters of the way through <laughs> It's a good thing they're short episodes. I know. So I, I was like, well, got to go back and watch the right one. Yeah. But now I know. What what episode were you watching? Episode, the, this is what, six? The one where Rachel finds out is the next episode, which is probably one of the my- The one where Rachel finds out. Or from uh, season Ross. one? Ross finds out. Oh. oh. Like, Not Rachel. What? This is our name. You're on the wrong season. Wrong season. No, the one where Ross finds out. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yes. And that one is probably one of my favorite quotables. So next week, you guys, that's going to be a really good episode. I okay. guarantee it. Um, I found the lyrics. We missed one verse. Oh, okay. Um, it goes, they obviously won't take you to the vet. You're obviously not their favorite pet. You may not be a bed of roses. You're no friend of those with noses. Yes. I promise you before we're done, all the world will smell as one. That's not right, is it? That's that sounds weird. The last verse, yeah. That was close. the The bit, one with noses and roses. I know that that's a lyric. I remember that. But I think that that might be it. It like goes back into the chorus. Yeah, I think it is as well. Ah, well, we were close. Good job. Okay, snaps for us. Yay. Okay, well, we talked about this is the first performance of Smelly Cat. Yes, and. We also have a guest who comes in to play Stephanie. This has some pretty, actually very prominent guests like of the episode. Like there's some pop popular actors. Yeah. And I don't think that people really recognize it until maybe now. Welcome. I, yeah, I did not. So the woman singing in Central Park is Chrissy how do you, Hind or Hindi. 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 Uh, I'm sorry if I'm butchering that, but she is the guitar player for the Pretenders. And I don't know who that is. I know who the pretenders are, but I'm not like an avid like rock guru. You can tell from her vibe though that like she's a she's a, an artiste. Oh, totally. Not an actress, but an artiste, artiste for sure. So, Pretenders are an American English rock band. They're formed in the 70s, 1978. Mm-hmm. They actually got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2005. Oh, good job you guys. Yeah. So, not I, I don't know the pretenders really well. I know who they are, but I, I couldn't tell you like their biggest hit or anything, but no. Yeah. So, um, this is the first time that Phoebe actually appears with her second guitar of three that she has in the series. I, I'm not a guitar aficionado, so I had no idea. Wouldn't have any, had any idea like, before. Oh. It's like, oh yeah. I guess that makes sense. She has multiple guitars. She's an artist, whatever. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't even think twice about it because you just assume that she only has one guitar because she's broke. Right. But like from the research, the old one that she had in season one was actually like a really nice one. Apparently a Martin D18. Oh, but this one's a Yamaha. Ah, a step down. A if step you will. down for those guitar people out there. The only I thought I saw online like, Maybe she sold it to pay the bills. Oh, got a less expensive one. That's a good theory. I w- I would get on board with that. I could see that. Yeah, they're like maybe him a poor massage therapist wouldn't be having this nice expensive <laughs> guitar, right? So I had researched that this was the first appearance of Terry, but that's not actually right. So he's here again. Terry was in the one with um. Oh gosh, I had it pulled up. I'm so sorry, you guys. Don't be mad at me. Oh my gosh. He was in, he's in three in total. But this is the last mention of him. No. Or we, this is the last we see him. No, there's one more. Really? Yep. The run, the, the, the one where Rachel quits. I thought 
Oh, because she's like, I'm a terrible waitress. No, she quits to Gunther. And she mentions Terry, but Terry's not in that episode. So his first episode is the one where Underdog gets away. Oh, yeah. She asks her a raise or yes. an advance on her paycheck. In advance. So she can go shoop, shoop, shoop. Right. So maybe he gets mentioned in the one where Rachel quits, but the one with the baby on the bus is his last actual physical appearance. That so makes he's sense. So he's actually in two. So he's actually played by an actor named Max Wright. And I don't really know much about Max other than he was supposed to be like the Gunther. So he was supposed to be the face of Central Park. And I don't know what changed their minds, but I'm so glad that they kept Gunther. Because I think so much a better. Oh, so much a better call. So much better. So um, Terry goes bye bye. The whole theory around like kind of some like fan fiction or whatever is that he retired and kind of like left and just let Gunther run it. Yeah. James Michael Tyler. Oh, they did such a good job utilizing him. They did. Um, so this is also kind of funny. So the woman who approaches Chandler and Joey with Ben is Leah Thompson. And she's the one that thinks that they're gay and asks right. about her brother. This is actually a crossover from Caroline right. in the city. Had no idea. I remember Caroline in the city, but I never, I, I never watched it. Never watched it. But Leah Thompson also plays one of my favorite roles ever is Lorraine Baines from back to the future. You know, I don't think I've like fully seen Back to the Future. Shut up. I don't think I have. I don't think I've like fully watched any of the Back to the Future movies. Okay. If we do another (laughs) assignment, that is your movie. That is one of my favorite movies. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I don't know why. I'm just kind of like, meh. It's one of those that's always on TBS. So maybe it's like, meh, it's always on. I never, I never have seen it on. I, I don't know why. I just like. I've never seen this movie. Okay. Well, she plays his mom. Okay. And she does. She is magical. I love her in that. Okay. Um, getting back to Phoebe's brother, Giovanni Rebisi. I like, I love this guy. Oh, Con- I love he's, his name. He's, he's as in this episode as Condom Boy. <laughs> I love that. That's his name. That's his marker. I know. <laughs> he's, he is a good actor. Like, he is really good. I remember like seeing this guy and then seeing him in later stuff. And I was like, the guy from Friends? Really? Right? He is really good. And mm-hmm. it's no shock that his parents are both in the entertainment industry. Nepo, baby. Right? So it sounds like his dad is actually a musician, but his mom is a talent manager for actors and writers. Mm-hmm. So his mom was really kind of more into launching his career. Mm-hmm. Um, so it began with an appearance on Highway to Heaven, which I don't know. That. I don't know. It's from the 80s, 1984, um, followed with like numerous roles in television. So he actually gained a lot more no- notoriety from playing Frank Buffet. Yeah. Junior. He was really good. Junior, junior. Junior, junior. Wouldn't that be Frank the third? Don't get me started. <laughs> Picking our battles here. Yeah. Um, but he went to school for many years and he studied computer graphics. And during production of Avatar, he partnered with Stereo Deeds, a company who converts 2D images into stereos- oh. stereoscopic 3D images. Way over my head. Way over my head. Super amazing though. But he actually spearheaded his company's efforts to win the bids to some of the images for Avatar, unbeknownst to James Cameron. Oh, shit. Right? So, and then Stereo D has since, like, gone on to do, like, a lot of post-conversion stuff for, like, Titanic, Jurassic Mm. Park, Avengers, Star Trek, Pacific Rim, like, Mm. a lot of cool stuff. He was really good in Avatar. He was a big meanie, though. Oh, he, wait, he was in Avatar? Yeah. Okay, I, I have never seen Avatar. What? <laughs> now you sound like my husband. You've never seen Avatar? Never seen Avatar. It's a long ass movie. Yeah, but it's like really good. <laughs> I know now that the second one's out, I can't watch it because I haven't seen the first one. Oh my That's God. That's like six hours of my life. I think it's more. The oh. second one, the second one was really long and like, Fucking James Cameron making us sit through these long ass movies. Like, please, sir, please. Under two and a half hours would be great. If the VHS tapes have to be split 
into two. I know. Titanic. The second one is good. It's it's new. It's good. Mm-hmm. But the first one is just so cool because like you might not feel the same way about it now. Like when it first came out, it was like, holy shit. Like this is so interesting and awesome and like new and fresh and cool. And then the second one is it's still got some really cool shit. You need to watch these movies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'll say this. Giovanni Ribisi is in one of my favorite movies of all time. Can I guess which one it is? Yes. It's not Titanic. Nope. <laughs> it's not the Avengers. Nope. I don't think it's Star Trek into darkness. Nope. It's none of those listed on there. Oh, you're going to go to his IMDb. Aren't you? Yeah. Is it Ted? No, <laughs> I don't like that movie. Sorry. Ted two. Nope. Saving Private Ryan. No. That Thing You Do. Oh, that is such a good movie. I don't oh. think I've seen that one. Oh, it's so good. It's got Tom Hanks. Great movie, if you guys haven't seen it. But no. Hmm. Am I getting closer? You're getting closer in time. <sighs> I, um. Let's see. A Million Ways to Die in the West. That movie was fucking weird. <laughs> Um, not Ted. He's in a lot, man. He's, he's in so much. He's in Entourage. Mm-hmm. He's in hmm, Cold Mountain. What is it? Gone in 60 Seconds. He's in Gone in 60 Seconds? I like that movie. He's the brother. He is. He's Angelina Jolie's brother. No, he's Nick Cage's brother. So he's oh. the reason Nick Cage comes back. Kip Reigns. Kip Reigns. Mm-hmm. all right he's that's a good movie oh good such good movie. a good movie i love that one it's a classic but okay speaking of nick cage oh do you love or hate nick cage i used to love nick cage anything he has done since the sorcerer's apprentice blows at least and i haven't seen anything he's recent recently done but like when he got into like wicker park or something like it just yeah he got weird dude i love him though i he, i love the weirdness because it's like you got to lean into it you know yeah i i like him like i love gone in 60 seconds sorcerer's apprentice i think is fucking hilarious what about national treasure oh national treasure yes i That's i feel good. like nick cage is like the actor version of nickelback like you either oh don't do that hate. to nicholas cage what nickelback can take a hike what? You like Nickelback? I like Nickelback. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you questioning our friendship? Yes. <laughs> it's only their old stuff. Like it's all. You like Nickelback? Yes. It's so moody. Oh, and like, come on. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> I don't know why people hate on Nickelback. I'm leaving. I, I don't get I'm it. I'm leaving. <laughs> this is the worst thing you've ever told me. <laughs> visceral hate for Nickelback. I do. <laughs> Why? What did Nickelback do? I find them offensive. In what They're way? They're in my category of like Pearl Jam, Radiohead, Nickelback. What? Yeah. They're in no way the same type of music. Uh, yeah, they suck. No. <laughs> okay, I'll take Nicolas Cage. You take Nickelback. I love Nicolas Cage. <sighs> You like Nickelback? I do. Oh my God. I feel like this is on the same level of like you liking Christine from Selling Sunset. This is way worse. No, she's batshit crazy. She is the best thing to happen to reality TV. No. (laughs) And you can go fund her own show on Netflix. I would love to give her her own show. I would watch it every day. Oh my God. Put her in Love Island. Oh, she's married. Oh, that's true. And uh, with a baby. <laughs> and with a baby. She would, she would be a very short. Okay. Man. Okay, I'll take Christine and Nicolas Cage. You can take Nickelback. <laughs> Wait, I want Nick Cage. Can we have, like, uh, I want co-parenting? I want National Treasure Nick Cage. That's my favorite movie he's in. Ooh, okay. I'll take God in 60 Seconds, Nick okay. Cage. You know what else I like that he's in is um, It Could Happen to You. Have you ever seen that movie? I think maybe I have a, maybe. It's him. And I can't remember what he does for a living in the movie, but he does some sort of blue collar job. And then he 
and this waitress at a diner win the lottery. Oh, that's ringing some bells. Mm-hmm. It's really good. He's mm-hmm. he's great in it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. I think that we've got <laughs> our co-parenting agreement with Nick Cage oh my and God. Nickelback. Jesus. Deep breaths over there. My okay, God. The podcast is ending now. We're never coming back. <laughs> this is a tear in our final friendship. episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, on to some more things we might disagree on. Bloopers uh, and blunders. Bloopers and blunders. So I have to say that I missed a hard blooper. From last episode? The okay. five steaks and an eggplant? No, it was actually much further away is the one where heckles dies and it, it's such a tiny one in like these compilation videos that i watch and it's when uh ross is holding the um little figurines posable thumbs and he's like talking to phoebe's like opposable thumbs well they're like little dinosaur things right and there's a blooper where he takes it and puts it into uh, matt leblanc's ear and is like messing with him oh it's, my god i don't remember this one it's really quick i can't believe that i missed it so there is okay. a small little blooper that i missed and there mm. is another blooper of him of matt leblanc we talked about it from when he falls over onto yeah. the thing there's another one of him falling where he gets up and laughs but I think they kept the original in there. He just like falls down later on and gets up and laughs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From trying to go from for the phone when Jade's calling. We talked about that. We did. But there's like an actual like extended thing where you can see him. Oh, like I see. The full extent of Fully the fall down and then get up and start laughing. Right. So. Okay. So the first we the first blooper or I guess the biggest blunder is like. If you leave a baby on a bus, that is child endangerment and they would have been put in jail. There's no way that they would also just release this kid to these two random guys that show up. No. Like that is my biggest thing is there's no way that they would just be like, oh yeah, here you go. Here's your kid. So stupid. (laughs) So stupid. No. But oh well. But at the same time, then you have to make the argument like how could they know that it's not their baby the baby doesn't have identification and they're posing as gay guys who adopted a kid. It just doesn't read. <laughs> it, it reads, it reads like, like a unrealistic. It's just not, it's just not it. Yes. Agreed. This um, next one. Oh God. So in the hospital scene, the doctor inserts a needle into Ross's arm, but in reality, epinephrine injections to stop an allergic reaction should always be administered in the thigh. That's why people take those EpiPens. That go they go right in the thigh because it goes to your femoral artery and that one is the biggest oh. artery and that goes like through your body faster. Of course you know why. Of course I know why. I know a <laughs> little about a lot. Exactly. <laughs> we kind of talked about this one. So last episode, Ross orders lobster, but now this episode, he's allergic to shellfish mm-hmm. and kiwi. I also have a lot of issues with the fact that Monica doesn't remember that he's allergic to kiwi. Yeah, kiwi seems like a very weird al- al- um, allergy. It does, but at the same time, also, who makes kiwi lime pie? I know. That's weird as fuck. It's Sorry. bad. Um, <laughs> we talked about Terry. I don't get it. I, just, I don't get what he's trying. Like, they didn't explain to me enough, like... Is Terry trying to not get Phoebe to sing at all? Is he just trying to have a good singer? Like, how come hiring a new singer means that Phoebe can't sing, but then she can sing when Rachel stands up for her? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Right. Like, you need they needed more. We needed a lot more background on that whole storyline of right, Terry right. bringing in Stephanie. Yeah. So, um, the amount of shit that, the, that Joey and Chandler have with them. For a baby going out is absolutely ridiculous. See, I wouldn't have known, but like they, they it have does a, seem like a lot. They've got like a pack, pack and play thing. They've right? got like, a pack and play thing. That's like a little tiny one. It looks like a little child bouncer. And then they've also got a small little chair. It looks like a toddler chair. Yeah. And then they've also got the, the stroller, which is fine. And then they've actually got the actual baby in the car seat. I'm just like, yeah, they have a stroller, they have a car seat, and then Joey has this like oh baby Bjorn thing, baby Bjorn thing with a teddy bear in it. Yep, like he's trying so to be funny. Much shit. It's so much shit. Like they're are- good to know you don't have to take all of that out when you take the baby out. Now, don't get me wrong; it does feel like you're taking your whole house <laughs> out, but you figure it out, and then you figure out what you really need and what you don't. Right, diapers, pretty much basic. 
spare clothes for when your kid has a blowout somewhere because that's just guaranteed to happen. Is there ever an alert of like baby's going to have a blowout or the point of a blowout is it just happens like it just happens. And I'll tell you what, like my mamas and dadas out there know it the sound when a, <laughs> when a newborn Gross. takes a poo is so obvious. Or just like, oh, it's worse. Oh, yeah. It's oh, great. <laughs> it's gurgly. Is the oh, best God. Way I can say it. So sorry. But yes. That's hilarious. One day, one day. Okay, well, let's get into Fashion Watch. There's not a lot that stood out. I think I picked out just jo- Joey and Chandler's baby getup with all of the shit. Like, yes, the stuff is cool. Like the stroller with the fun designs, the teddy bear and the child baby holder. Like, it's just cool. I will say the one thing it's I noticed 90s. was super 90s is like the car seat cover. Like yes. the, that is super 90s. And then it's so even, saved by the bell. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. And then I... We'll say I hate the clowns, but the cute yeah. little t-shirts that they have the babies in, like those are also very 90s and very yeah. adorable. Okay. I didn't realize this, but like the babies are the t- Colin Dylan Sprouse. What? Yeah. So you know how Colin Dylan Sprouse p- play Ben? Yes. Yeah. Well, they just use both of them in that scene. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. This one, Phoebe's pink, black, and yellow neon, like horizontal striped shirt was it was just interesting. Yeah. And then she puts an electric purple jacket over it, which is kind of cool. I like the jacket. The jacket's cool. I like the jacket. This was like the episode of basics. Like yeah. very basic tops. Like there's like this very specific neckline that we're going to see a lot where. The deep V. It's like a deep V, but it's almost like a scoop neck mixed with a V. Like it kind of like comes down and then it kind of angles and then crisscrosses yeah. at the bottom. So it's like a pseudo V neck. And I like it. I really like it. I think it looks nice Monica on Monica looked really great in this episode. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Yes. I was, I was about to say something else. I'm like, nope, that's the next episode. Here it goes. You were watching the wrong episode. That's what you get. Okay. Well, for this episode, who, who is, let's do the frenemy. Who's your frenemy? Uh, okay. So I'm struggling with a frenemy. So it's either I have to put them together as one, Joey and Chandler. Uh-huh. We're leaving a baby on a bus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or I'm kind of irritated that Monica didn't know that her brother was allergic to kiwi. I just think that that's really stupid. But I think I have to go with Joey and Chandler. I went with Joey and Chandler. Yeah. That's just that, like... That, it's not even like a cardinal rule. It's just like a moral, not... Just a moronic thing. Don't be an idiot. I'd be like if somebody fed Gary chocolate. Oh my God. Like really? Yeah. Or like let him off leash thinking, oh, he'll come back. Right. Like, oh, we went to the park and I just let him run around. Like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Why don't I take you to the junkyard and just let you run around on all the tractors? (laughs) Tell you what, Gary lives like the high life, man. Oh, he is bougie as fuck now. (laughs) He, he lives a good life. Um, harsh on Monica. I just think like. Is your brother allergic to anything? I don't think so. But like, I don't know. I just feel like that's your sibling. You should know better. Yeah. I don't know. A little harsh on Monica maybe, but I didn't give it to her. I gave her an honorable mention. Okay. So who's your best friend? Rachel. Okay. Hands down. She really went to bat for Phoebe and she like really took into consideration. Like I give Rachel, I know you're a Rachel apologist. Yes. And I give Rachel a lot of shit for being like the little long Island princess, but she really has a huge heart and you can see that she just puts all of her own stuff aside and cares for Phoebe so much in this episode. So yeah, I loved seeing like Rachel and Phoebe together Yeah, and just, they didn't, all they did was be at the coffee shop, which is great. They didn't interact with anybody else. I love just their little silo of scenes. Yes. It's cute. I was thinking Rachel, cause she obviously is being very good. But when I think back about what I loved in this episode, I think about Ross and the allergic reaction dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh my God, is your, is your mouth okay? That or my tongue is getting smaller. (laughs) Like he's just so great. So I gave it to Ross. Wow. Ross gets my mug. Wow. And then Joey, yeah, Joey and Chandler take my win. They're one. They get the points. Yes. They are a unit. (laughs) Yes. A unit of stupidity. Sandwich rating. 
What do you think? There's some highs in this episode for sure. I think I got to give this one a four. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was going like, oh, this is an average episode. This is basic. But I think you're right. I do like that whole scene with Ross and the allergic reaction is hilarious. Mm -hmm. You know, when you read the title that what this episode is, I can tell you, like, I remember it. Like, it's just, it's funny. Like, Mm -hmm. there's funny bits in every little thing. And you have the introduction of Smelly Cat. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, a lot of iconic stuff that happens. That's true. Smelly Cat is huge. Mm -hmm. I gave it a three, but it's a strong three. Yes. It's a very strong three. Like, when I think back, I'm like, yeah, it's a good, solid, average episode. Could be given, bumped up to a four, but I'm going to stick with a three. Yeah. Maybe when we do the re-rank, we'll see. Respect. Yeah. Okay, so what's our next episode? The one where Ross finds out? The one where Ross finds out, and this has one of my favorite lines. I can't wait for you guys to hear it, so I can't. I wonder if I can pick it out when I'm watching. Oh, yeah. I'm going to guess. Yes. We're also doing some quotables. So if you guys don't follow us on Instagram, you should, Mm -hmm. because we'll pick out some of our favorite lines, some of the most like notable ones, and we're going to post some of those on our Insta. So please follow. And we've also been interested in what you guys think of the episode. So every, I think it's Thursday or Tuesday, Mm -hmm. we forgot this week. (laughs) So sorry. Hiring for a social media manager. No, (laughs) so well, well, every Tuesday we try to, you know, get what you guys think of the last week's episode. So please partake in our polls because we want to know what you guys think. We need your help. We need your input. Yes. Please write to us. Don't take my wind at gmail.com. Yeah. Rate, review and subscribe. Um, I'm always interested. I like, I, I feel like we've made it when we get a really mean review. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like these bitches like, don't know what I they're talking about. I can't believe Natalie likes Nickelback. Shut up, dude. T- <laughs> Tiana's never seen Back to the Future. <laughs> I feel like they're not on the same level. Like, <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like when someone decides to take time out of their day to leave us a really mean review, I'm going to be like, yes. When we get a troll. Thank you. We will have made it. Because then, you know, that's like really taken up a lot of space in their brain. And it's like, wow, we have made an impact. <laughs> I'll also love a very nice review as well. I was just going to say, please, those of you who are going to give us a nice review, don't just give us a troll review because we asked for that. There was this podcast that was I followed. It was a while ago. And they're like, you can say whatever you want, but just give us five stars. And I was like, that's a really good policy. Five stars and say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I'm down with that. I think I want to adopt that. Give us five stars and say whatever you want. Let's go. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow along on Instagram at the pivot pod and on TikTok. Uh, email us at don't take my wind at gmail.com. And if you want to be our social media marketing manager, please let us know because we need help. Yeah. For free though. You get paid it's in a our pro love. bono gig. Let's, let's be real. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.